Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I'm the founder and CEO of Mara Poling, and I am happy to be with you this week to discuss something that came from one of you all out there, and that is how can you earn $50,000 a year of income for life on a single investment in multifamily. One of our clients, when we were discussing one of the new offerings from Mara Poling, shared with me a strategy that he is going to employ that we thought was wonderful. And we wanted to share it all with you. And it's applicable for those of you that are investors with us in some of our offerings, but you can also do this on your own with your own portfolio. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. If you have any questions, in particular, if you'd like to learn more about some of the tools that this particular client is planning on using, just shoot me an email, pat at marapolling.com. You can also swing by the website. Lots of great content there. You can find more information out about Mara Polling, register for upcoming webinars, there's great content on the multifamily real estate channel, and there is information there about all of the offerings that we currently have available. Again, marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. Okay, so let's get into it. So what is, what is this idea of you can get $50,000 a year of income and how does that work? Well, let's let's walk through it. I want to give you a little background first on how this client came to share this idea with us. So many of you know that we have recently launched a number of new fund offerings. We have a total return fund too, which is a follow-on to our original fund offering. And we have two new growth funds, very exciting and very popular. Growth fund one, which is a double-double you know that we like the double-double. We've talked about that before. And Growth Fund 2, which is a triple-double. And it is Growth Fund 2 that I was chatting with this client about when he shared with me what he thought made sense for him, and he wanted to see what I thought of it. So I'm going to share his strategy with you. And I think it's a wonderful idea. Is it the right fit for you? That's for you to decide. But it's Wonderful to see how someone can take a tool that we offer and then utilize it in a way that really works for them to meet their specific needs. So a little background for this individual, and we're not going to share who they are, although I'm thinking you're probably listening and going to be saying, hey, that's me. This is an individual. Uh, uh, it's a gentleman that I was speaking to, but has a family, a uh, spouse and children, and he's in his um, 40s, in his later 40s, and he's looking towards retirement and how to have income in retirement, likes multifamily, and is looking for a vehicle that does that. Now, we have investment vehicles that generate income. The total return funds in particular are a good example. He's looking for something with more power to it and was drawn to the triple double that's in our growth fund too. So a triple double, if you haven't uh, been a part of our uh, discussions previously about 
these growth investments. A triple double takes money that you make an investment with, right? So it could be maybe you buy a, a duplex that you're going to rent out where you invest $100,000 as an example with Mara polling, but you put some money in play. And the objective is about every five years to double that money. So that $100,000 as an example becomes 200. And then over the next five years, because you're doing a 1031, that 200 becomes 400. And then over the final five years, because it's a triple double, so this is the triple part, that 400 becomes 800. So that's a triple double. And the whole idea is to use the power of several different strategies to fuel that growth. One is any cash that's generated gets poured back into the asset to improve the asset and to generate a cash fund that can be used to help facilitate the 1031s. The utilization of 1031s, that interest free loan from the US Treasury, is a key component of this. As is investing in assets that are still quality, class B, value add, performing assets, and possibly looking at doing that in markets that have a slightly higher valuation per dollar of NOI or a lower cap rate for those of you that speak cap rate. So that's the idea uh, in terms of what a triple double is. So let's walk through the five steps that this investor thinks makes sense. And I, I think it's just a lot of fun. And by the way, there is some math that we're going to go through here. We've got a handout this week. If you'd like a copy of the handout, just shoot me an email, pat at marapolling.com. You can also go to marapolling.com, go to the Learning Center and the podcast page. And what you'll find is a place where you can register and you can register for weekly updates. And what we do is we send out a little soundbite about next week's episode, as well as a copy of any handout. And we send those out on Thursday. So you're listening to this on a Tuesday. Last Thursday, you could have had the soundbite as well as this handout. So if you'd like that, just shoot me an email or you can go register at the website. All right. So let's walk through this. So step one is to make that initial investment. As I said, you could do this investing with us, and we have a vehicle for that, our growth fund too. You could do this on your own. If you were purchasing an asset that you, when you did your underwrite, saw a path to be able to execute a doubling in about five years or so, and if it takes longer, then your return's just a little different. But essentially, to, what's it take to get a doubling done? Then you could do this in your own portfolio. It doesn't have to be passively investing with someone like Mara Poling. And there may be other firms out there that offer something like the growth fund. As you all know, we don't pay a lot of attention to what other folks do. Our focus is primarily on just making sure that we're helping our clients uh, be successful in their financial lives. So that $100,000 is, is the investment that's made once, one single $100,000 investment. And over the course of 15 years, that $100,000 doubles first in that first generation to $200,000. And then that $200,000 is rolled over via 1031 into a new asset, and it doubles from $200,000 to $400,000. And then the 400 goes into one final asset, the third asset, so that 400 becomes 800. 
So 15 years from now, you've got $800,000. So for those of you that are starting off with, wow, 15 years is a long time. Right. It is. 15 years is not three years. It's not five years. It's 15 years. And I would ask you to think of a couple of things if you are interested in something like this. One, think back to 15 years ago. That would be 2008. What were you doing in 2008? And doesn't that seem like that was something that happened just yesterday? 15 years goes by pretty quick. And as you get further down life's path, it goes faster. I can tell you that from my own personal experience. The other thought with it is this, is you have dollars in your portfolio, just like I do, that I need in the near term. And that maybe some other dollars that I couldn't invest that I don't need for five years, and maybe some even a little longer. And there are absolutely dollars that I don't need today, especially if I'm a 30 or 40 or even a 50 something year old. And then I want those dollars for the future. And possibly I'm a 70 or 80 year old and I'm looking at an investment I can make for my children or grandchildren as part of my estate plan. Now, that's not specifically this income strategy we're talking about, but it just shows you that growth, 15 year growth is not an unreasonable time frame to think about for these kinds of dollars. It's certainly not where you'd want to put money that you need in a few years to send kids to college or do something else like that. So in 15 years, again, this gentleman was in his later 40s. So in his early 60s, he exits the growth fund with $800,000. Pretty exciting. And by the way, I would encourage you all, if you're making investments, either with a sponsor like Mara Poling or with us or on your own, while underwriting these kinds of returns is exciting, and I think very realistic, I would hope that everyone would be happy with $750,000 in 15 years and not feel like, well, gee, that was a bust. These returns are significant. And there's all sorts of stuff that can happen along the way. As I said, it might maybe it takes an extra year to get a doubling. If you're building your own portfolio, that might be something you'd be comfortable with. So keep that in mind when you're looking at these numbers that these are numbers based on the models. The actual performance of any investment is going to be the actual performance of that investment, not what anyone told you going in. So you exit at 15 years, early 60s with $800,000. You got to stop and pay the tax man. We do 1031 so that we can defer tax, but we don't get to defer it forever in this kind of a vehicle. At some point in time, we got to pay the tax man. So 15 years from now, we're going to pay tax with dollars that are 15 years old dollars, right? They're not current dollars. So they don't have the purchasing power that today's dollars do. And we're going to pay long-term gains taxes. So I used 20% for the example here. I think that's a reasonable assumption. I don't know what capital gains rates are going to be in 15 years. They could be higher. They could be lower. I wouldn't expect that they've gone away, but they should, they might move around a little bit. But we're going to use 20% as the number because that's the number today. That's $140,000 in tax 
on that $700,000 gain. That might feel like a big bite, but think of that. You still have $560,000 of gain on a $100,000 investment over 15 years. That's a 37% after-tax return. Pretty sure we'd have people lined up down the street if that was the kind of return that was available to folks. So even after tax, it's still really good numbers. So I have a hundred, uh, pardon me, I put a hundred thousand in, I get 800 back, I pay 140 in tax. That leaves me with $660,000, right? I had the 800, I paid the 140, I've got 660,000. That is what our growth fund does. And that was the conversation I was having with this nice gentleman. And then he said, and you know what I'm going to do with it? I said, no, I don't. And I'm thinking, well, he's going to you know, buy a vacation home or take a big cruise or give it away to charity or I don't know what. He's, he's excited. He says, I'm going to invest it in something like the total return funds where I can get an 8% cash return and still grow my equity. And I'm going to live off of that 8% cash. I said, hmm. That's an interesting strategy. He says, and you know what the number is? I said, no, what's the number? He says, it's $52,800 a year. Now, obviously that's 8% of 660. So if all of these numbers are actually what ends up happening, that's what it is. For our sake, call it 50 grand a year. That's pretty impressive. This gentleman had figured out how to take our growth fund and take a $100,000 investment and turn it into $50,000 a year, which is kind of special. And, and let's talk about that $50,000 for a minute. So that's annual cash. So a little over four grand a month. If it was invested in something like our total return fund, and who knows what is available from us or from anybody else 15 years from now, but let's just use those numbers as an example. Well, yeah, 8% is a pretty reasonable number. And about every five years, because of 1031s and other uh, work that's done in those kind of investment vehicles, certainly the way we do it, that cash grows. So 50000 would become more than $50,000. And you still have the $660,000, which itself is going to grow and eventually get to a million and even more. All of that with one single $100,000 investment. That was a pretty exciting conversation. And uh, needless to say, a, a pretty uh, happy client and excited about the future. So we're working with him and I hope everything works out well for him. And we'll see how that plays out over time. And then it was my turn. So after he said, well, here's what I'm going to do with my 660,000. And he showed me all of that. I said, wow, that's great. Then I said, well, what if you did this? What if you built a ladder? Now, we've talked about this a little bit before. Many of you may be familiar with the concept of a bond ladder. So let's talk about bond ladders just briefly for a moment so that the term ladder makes sense. One of the things that's really nice about investing in bonds is they're really stable just like multifamily. And you get a consistent return. You 
buy a bond and it's a 5% bond, you put $100,000 in, you're getting $5,000 a year. The downside is that might be like a five-year bond. So your money's tied up for five years. Well, one of the ways you deal with that is you build something called a bond ladder. So every year you buy another five-year bond. So you put 100000 in the first year, and then the second year you buy another $100,000 bond and so on and so on. And by the time I get to year five, I own five $100,000 bonds, and I'm making $25,000 a year. And in year six, the first bond has matured, and I now have access to that cash. And every year there going forward, I have access to $100,000. My principal is available for me to either reinvest in another bond or to do something else with. But I've now addressed the liquidity issue of buying a five-year bond. Well, you could do something similar with this kind of investment. And so the conversation I had back with this gentleman was, what if you built a ladder? What if in the first year, you made a $100,000 investment? And then say two years later, in year three, you made another $100,000 investment. And then a couple of years later in year five, you made one more $100,000 investment. If you did that, then in year 16, which be, would be the first year of that first batch of money coming available, you'd have the $50,000 a year in income. In year 18, that number doubles. It jumps to $100,000. And in year 20, it's 150000 And so now by year 20, I have $150,000 in annual income. I have close to $2 million sitting in this investment, generating this income for me that I have access to over time. And that $150,000 is now going to start growing because the original $50,000 is at that five-year mark where it maybe takes another step up and becomes sixty dollars or $70,000 or $80,000. And now I've built a real interesting retirement vehicle for myself, all with three individual $100,000 investments. So our original concept of the growth fund, which we're really excited about, and many people are, the triple-double in this particular instance, combined with the notion of investing those ultimate proceeds in a cash-generating, balanced return kind of investment, like our total return fund, and then potentially laddering a number of those together builds this really amazing retirement vehicle. And yes, this is a 20-year plan. And if you're in your mid or late 40s or even your 50s, that may not be an unreasonable time frame. Were you to go and compare this to the purchase of an annuity, I'm quite confident you'd see a significantly higher return using some version of this. And one of the reasons I say that, and annuities are great. We love the insurance industry. And for many people, uh, buying an annuity feels like the right thing to do. And that's what an investor should do, is they should invest in vehicles that they're comfortable with. 
one of the things that's interesting about annuities is in many instances, the money that you give an insurance company when you buy an annuity, in addition to going to pay really nice commissions to those uh, salespeople, gets invested in multifamily real estate. So why not cut out the middleman and instead of investing through an insurance company who's taking obviously a cut of it because that's their business model, invest directly in the real estate yourself. And as I said, everything we've described here, you could achieve with your own portfolio. Now, 90% of what we talk about, we think is applicable to uh, individual investors that have their own portfolio, as opposed to just firms like Mara Polling. This would be one place, though, where there's maybe that 10% difference. And that is, in order to achieve these doublings, you have to grow the net operating income of these commercial investments. That's our strategy. That's how we do that work. It's difficult to double sometimes when you're investing in more residential style rental properties. So single family rentals or duplexes are not necessarily valued based on the income they generate. Single family rentals in particular are valued based on what everybody else's house in the neighborhood is going for. And will they go up in value enough that you can double your original investment in five years? That's a great question and something I would encourage you to give thought to when you're underwriting any investment you'd make for your own portfolio. For firms like us that invest in commercial grade, commercial sized multifamily properties, so 100, 200, 300 unit properties, growing NOI is the path to getting to these kinds of objectives. As I said, if you have questions about the math on all this, shoot me an email. I'll send you a copy of the handout. I just thought this was a very interesting strategy and really kind of novel in terms of how it came about. Obviously, we're in the business of developing strategies and, and uh, are very happy that we've been able to bring, for example, these growth funds to market the double-double and triple-double. Um, it was pretty fun to sit with a client who took that another step and added another strategy to it that really made it into a different kind of vehicle. And that's pretty fun. And you obviously could do whatever you want with your investment. If you pull off a double-double or a triple-double, uh, you don't have to do this retirement kind of investing that this individual uh, was envisioning for themselves. It's neat to think about though. And uh, I think something that can be a takeaway for everybody, which is the tools that are out there in the investment world with firms like Mara Polling, with other sponsors uh, that you could do on your own, are tools for you to use to handcraft a retirement portfolio that works for you. And I think this is a, a wonderful example of a way you could go about doing that. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, pat at marapolling.com. And please join me next week as we continue our series on the Mara Polling Investment Thesis. Next week, so we've, we've, we're getting pretty close to the end. Next week, uh, we're going to take a look at, um, uh, pardon me, we're going to take a look at uh, how we move through the entirety of the multifamily cycle 
for an asset. So we'll take a look at all that. We still have 1031 chains to talk about. And then our final session, which will be, uh, it's around the middle of September, will be on, so where do we start? How do we, how do we start this whole process? So I uh, hope you've enjoyed those today and hope you'll join us for uh, those next episodes. So I look forward to seeing you next week on another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Pollock.